0: Hello and welcome to my podcast, "How I Teach Golf." My name's Duncan Walger, and I hope you enjoy the show. So, for the uh, since 2002, I've been traveling over to the US of A for the teaching and coaching summit every two years. Uh, I didn't do every single every single um, teaching and coaching summit. Um, they used to be held at Port St. Lucie, Florida, and then they moved it to the uh, before the PGA show in Orlando. So this year was my sixth teaching and coaching summit. And um, as you know, that I listen to some other podcasts, some golf podcasts. And uh, one of the guys that I listen to a lot is Jason Sutton, also known as The Guru. So I thought I'd ask him if we could kind of do a review of um, – coaches forum uh, teaching and coaching summit and anything that else that we saw at the show. And he kindly agreed to, uh, to do it with me. So Jason, how are we? I'm doing well. It's Good to be with you, Duncan. And you, uh, we met a few years ago and then again, this time, um, did you enjoy the um, teaching and coaching summit and then the
1: show? Yeah, I did. It was, it was a very productive week uh, for me, extremely busy, uh, which is good, but um, you know, always get a lot out of it, especially, you know, meeting with people you haven't seen for a year or so and, and making new connections. So, I mean, the networking part is, is my favorite part, but then you always catch a few nuggets here and there from the, uh, from the speakers. And, you know, I thought the breakout sessions were, were interesting. Definitely a new format this year for the, for the teaching and coaching summit. Uh, yeah, it was a great week for me.
0: It'd be interesting to see if you and I attended the
1: same breakouts.
0: We'll get to, we'll get to those in, in a minute. Did, um, you went to did you go to coaches forum as well
1: uh yes yeah for yeah. sure open forum yes
0: open forum sorry yep. open forum yeah yeah i was there yeah very good and then i saw you with um, on the swing you stand so tell us a bit about that
1: yeah swing use is a new a new uh, project that I've, I've signed on with i signed a contract with them last year and it's a digital platform that we're gonna roll out an app, right? So we've got, I guess, four or five of us on, five of us on the faculty, uh, me, Michael Breed, uh, Hank Haney, um, Jim Hardy, and a couple, I'm trying to think, uh, Stan Utley. So we've got some good, some good coaches on, on the faculty, and we're gonna have our app that is gonna include uh, content like swing videos, and then the opportunity for people to subscribe and also communicate with us as coaches if they can't if they can't see us, and it's also going to be a great uh, value for my members to where they can get to the library of drills or library of, of swing tips, and also communicate with me sort of in a social media platform. It's almost like a like a Facebook feed that is going to be just a, a really. You know, kind of a jack of all trades type of deal where you know you don't have to have four apps now; it's all in one. So I'm really, really? excited! Excited, yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of like you know, sort of like Revolution Golf was doing. Um, you know, and there's there's going to be a lot of things I think that can come out of this as far as you know, maybe some possible golf schools or work teaching workshops that uh, could be very exciting.
0: Excellent. And was this
1: um, how many times have you been to the show? When did you start going out to the oh. teaching and coaching summit and all that? Oh wow! Yeah, that's a you know age me here but I mean <laughs> like late 90s you know I mean when I moved to the Carolinas I guess it was 97 yeah so I don't think I've missed a year since then I've missed a couple of coaching summits but I, I've been to a lot I'd say since the late 90s early 2000s excellent is
0: there any is there any presentations for you that were like really Real game changers? Anything that really switched you on to a, a certain instructor or method or system or whatever, you, whatever you want to call it?
1: Uh, I can't say that it, that really happened. I mean, it was it was all, a lot of stuff was refreshers for me. Uh, it would have been if it would have been the first time that I've seen it. Like you know, one breakout session that I went to with John Sinclair, a yeah. good good friend of mine and just an expert in 3D. I had already seen the wrist. The risk graph information, which is fantastic. So, mm-hmm. like, if that's the first time, if, if you've seen it, it's, it'll blow you away. But I'd had him, you know, it, talking at one of my workshops, and I like we spent a decent amount of time on the phone. So, his information is great, but it's always good to, you know, hear it again and and sort of get your mind around some of the stuff that's actually happening. So the 3D guys are really fascinating to me. Um, but yeah, there was there was a lot. I'm trying to think. Sort of get, you know, both running together with with the teaching summit and also open forum. But, you know, I think the the teaching summit this year was definitely heavily in the coaching side. Uh, so, you know, we ha- had yeah. some, you know, we had a, a professional dancer, which I thought was interesting. Uh, his prof- you know, his take on how he teaches dancing, and then his uh, reflection of how he learned golf. Right. So it's always kind of interesting to hear yeah. hear that side of. You know, somebody that – it's kind of like us as coaches when we go take lessons and we get another perspective on how the student feels. So I thought that was a real interesting uh, presentation. Yeah, was
0: it Tony alone? Yeah, Tony Dovalini, yep. Yeah, and I've got some notes from that which was basically try and remove expectation
1: and try and create their tiger moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, a lot of stuff that we need to be reminded of as coaches is, you know, basically – making sure it's all about the student, you know, doing a great job of, of listening and uh, reading the student to where, you know, they're make, making sure they're getting the message and, you know, things like that that we all know, but a lot of times we can get lazy and and, and fall into some bad habits. So I think it was a really, really cool presentation that he did.
0: Yeah. No, it was really, really, really like, you know, he spoke from the heart and he said, when you're coaching, you said the biggest thing you can do is speak from the heart. So that was my that was my main takeaway from his um, from his presentation, which Absolutely. was great. Plus I definitely can't dance like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, me either. Not not
1: not not now, anyways.
0: <laughs> so I mean there was a there was a few people I hadn't heard before. Um, I don't know if you'd heard of them before. I didn't I'd never seen John Gordon, who was the It was the first. Yeah, I hadn't
1: seen him either. He was an excellent speaker. And I think, you know, that's the thing is a lot of times, and especially doing these podcasts, it's not even sometimes getting the information or getting new information. It's how they present it. Right. So you can learn so much. Yeah, that guy's a pro. Right. I mean, he he speaks to thousands of people and just watching how he delivers the message and his body language and, you know, the way he intertwines the stories and you know, just the presentation skills were just so good. So I, I really enjoyed his yeah. presentation. I like I like Doctor. Zapayas as well. I thought he was excellent. The guy, the, the he yeah, was great. When he, they... he he was good. I got I got tons of notes. I've got to go back through and, and like look. I'm just sort of getting caught up from <laughs> a week of you know no yeah. sleep and running around speaking and, and doing all this education stuff.
0: The. Um... I thought it was really interesting with Dave Phillips when he had Chris, is it Sajon?
1: Yeah. The, the Navy seal guy. Yeah. That, that yeah, was cool. I mean,
0: I mean, I have a 10 year old daughter who loves archery. So I'm definitely getting his book uh, because it was, you know, as as Dave turned around and said, he said, it was the best book about golf instruction. Cause it's not about golf. Yeah. And, those are the best ones, aren't
1: they? Yeah.
0: and you know, he was talking about, you know, fortify your focus, mindfulness and meditation following a plan, work smart and not harder. It's all stuff we've heard sure. before. Right. But it was just the way he put it across. And you're just like, you're teaching the best, you know, shooters or whatever it is <laughs> on the planet. And you're taking him through these little steps each time. And it was, I just thought it was, I thought his presentation with Dave, Dave always gives a, a ton of energy and is, is awesome at presenting and watching. Um, But I just thought a lot of that stuff really really helped me with with bringing that back to helping my coaching
1: as well. Yeah, sure. It gives you you an idea of, like, maybe, you know, how many times are we giving the student more than they can handle, right? I mean, even these guys are basically like he's teaching tour players in the shooting standpoint, and he's giving them breathing exercises and, you know, super, super basic fundamentals.
0: Yeah. And And there was no far out stuff that was really technical or anything. It was literally, let's get the basics. Can you breathe properly? Yeah. No, I thought that was, I thought that was fantastic. So I really enjoyed those two openers on the, on the first morning. And then we had Pierre and Lynn, Pierre Nielsen Uh and Lynn Marriott.
1: Had you heard that? Uh, I have, um, but they're great. You know, I mean, again, it's, it's like you, I think as, as coaches, you know, we've got to be versatile in the way we get results out of our students. And, you know, they're, clearly on the other side of, of technique, technique, but I think their stuff is, is always stood the test of time with, I love the, you know, the, the think box, play box decision line, and then the mental scorecard that they rolled out. I've got tons of notes from them. I think they're, they're fantastic. And it just shows you how important, you know, helping your students are, you know, with intention, um, relative to how much technique they're thinking about and how much they're carrying into the golf ball. I mean, you know, they're, they're getting incredible results without really making any swing changes.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of
1: their, one of their,
0: um, I think they put up the title what is coaching and they put to support golfers, to play better on the course and enjoying the game more. And I was just like, the simplicity of that and, the powerfulness of that was 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 Absolutely. great. Yeah, they're they're always good to listen to. Have you, have you ever tried to play a hole with your eyes? closed? I have not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't say I've done that one.
0: <laughs> no, I've kind of hit a few shots with an eyes closed, but when they said play a hole with eyes closed on each shot in silence, I was like, yeah, I
1: don't,
0: how hard did I've that. I've putted be? with
1: my eyes closed, but I've never hit full shots. <laughs>
0: yeah. That so was that was one of the takeaways. I was thinking, I've got to get some of my, I've got to get someone, some of my better junior or uh, elite level amateurs to to try a few of these things. We're gonna have some fun putting these into for play. For sure.
1: Um. Then, how Sutton? Oh, he was great, wasn't he? I mean, again, heavily uh, yeah. on the you know the player side. Uh, I actually cool. met him after the after his talk and told him how I appreciated his his message and. Yeah, I thought that, that was cool. I mean, it's always fun to hear the, the stories that these guys have gotten from the legends, right, like spending time with Jackie yes. Burke and, and spending time with Ben Hogan. I mean, you know, and at the time, it's like funny, like it's like, you know, us now getting to spend time with some of these great coaches that we don't appreciate it at the time until you get a little bit older no. and then you look back and go, wow, I was really fortunate to to learn or be mentored by these people. But it should be interesting to see them out there back on tour again.
0: Yeah. Hey, do you follow him on, on, uh, on Twitter? Because he's, he's starting to play again. Yes,
1: yeah, I do follow him, yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting how he's gone from, you know, the player's mindset to, to starting to teach, and then now he's got to go back to being a player. So it should be uh, an interesting journey for him. But I think, he, you know, like he said, he's learned a lot that he can probably apply, and then now he's got to get back into that playing mode. Yeah.
0: And, it, you know, again, he said how, how big a responsibility we have teaching golf. And passing on a message. Absolutely. And so I thought that was great, and then we we went into the breakouts. And so you and I both attended John Sinclair. Yeah, I was
1: with John Sinclair. Gosh, I'm trying to think of the other ones.
0: I went to Trillium. Trillium Rose. Yeah, I did
1: not go to that one. Um, I went to I went to Marks. I went to Blackburn. Um, again, yeah. you know, just I just I love to listen to him speak, and yeah. you know, always catch a few nuggets, but it, you know. It, He's so great, at just the the presentation skills again. Um, I went to uh, Liam. Did you do Mark Brody's? I did not. No, I I saw him. You know, I saw him. I knew I was gonna see him at Open Forum, which I thought was was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I went to Liam Mucklow's, which was which was in, interesting. I love Liam. Uh, and yeah. It was challenging for him because he's doing a, you know, he's doing on course instruction and he teaches in a dome, right? <laughs> yeah, so I thought, I thought he did a great job of, of, of you know he just did like basically an interview style uh, format where he interviewed some of the tour players and said hey what do you how do you prepare for a tournament so like that was um, that was really that was really cool
0: yeah I went I went and listened I think at the same time that was Mark Brody's one mm-hmm. um, and I'd heard Mar- I'd heard Mark at a Plain Truth Summit before but then he did the if you want to increase your percentage of pot possibility of making a birdie, how much further or how much closer to the flag you had to aim with regards to one or two yards and how many degrees off the tee you had to change your, your driving point, as it were, your aim point with your driving. And it was, it wasn't very big. <laughs>
1: Interesting. Yeah. I always like, you know, cause I've spent a lot of time with Scott Fawcett and so, yeah, Listening to him and then listening to Brody, and how they're they're sometimes they have a little bit of conflict, but mostly, you know, mm. on the same page. Um, you can always learn a lot from those guys. And I, I didn't Fawcett's was now I've, I've had Fossett to my club, so I know I know his stuff pretty well. But he was the same time as Sinclair, so you couldn't go to both. Okay, yeah, I
0: uh, I went to Scott's presentation the night before in the in the hotel. There you go. Yeah. And um he said, and he put on Twitter he wasn't going to ask Mark a question, and I said, "You won't be able to help yourself." And he couldn't he had to ask
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one, but he couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's I mean, uh, Scott stuff, I think is awesome. I got asked the question uh, actually today. What's one of the biggest things in your coaching that has that's changed your coaching over the last you know three to five years? And I have to be honest, you know, I think Scott's stuff is definitely a massive influence
1: on how it's changed my coaching. Yeah, 100%. Mine too. Yeah, just getting – I mean, it's just a – it's a great way to get, you know, course management over to even the average golfer. I think it it can be very helpful to help them understand, you know, the percentages and the the shot patterns. And, you know, it just – it ties it all together because I'm a big stats guy, so I I enjoy his stuff a lot. And it's amazing how –
0: how hard uh, someone who shoots 90, how hard they are on themselves because they're not hitting the green with a five iron from 180 yards. Right.
1: Yeah. And they, they shouldn't and be. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah.
0: You just, you just don't need to be. And you can almost see the pressure come off them when you explain it by using either Mark's stuff or Scott stuff. Yeah, for sure. It was, I mean, one of Mark's things that I thought was amazing was he said an 18 handicap goal from 100 yards is as good as a Tour Pro is from 200 yards. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, what? (laughs) So next time I have an 18 handicapper up here, I'm going to ask him to hit 20 balls to 100 yards, and I'm going to say, that's a Tour Pro from 200 yards. (laughs) So don't be too hard on yourself when you realize that, you know, you've got a four hybrid in your hand, and you're expecting to hit it into six feet. It's just not going to happen very often. I like that. Yeah. Did you you know when you do when you're doing your coaching to try and find out your players' shotgun mm-hmm. patterns? Do you do do you apply Mark's rule of the ninety ten rule? Um. So you get rid of the top ten percent or the bottom? You know the, the the really off ones, or do you do you include? All uh, I
1: guess it depends on the handicap. Like, I guess the higher the handicap, I probably will get rid of the really really bad ones. Um, yeah. But if they're kind of a mid level to scratch or tour. A player i'll i'll leave them all in there but yeah i just usually set them up on track man give them a target you know And i like to change their intention too i think that's a good that's a good way to to figure out what shot shape they need to be playing as well like i'll tell them okay let's hit all these fades let's hit all these draws if you're in conflict with that i think a lot of guys are trying to change their ball flight their stock ball flight and they probably shouldn't so you can it's a yeah. good proof of uh you know, which one they should be in, as I call it, the falling out of bed swing that they need to be playing on the 18th yeah. hole if they got a one-shot lead is, you know, don't try to work one into a back right pin if you're a drawer. You know, just hit the draw. And, and that's what I like about what, what uh, Faw- me and Fawcett are, are uh, similar in the fact that I don't like my guys trying to work it too much. You know, I want to yeah. stick them with the stock shot and just the target is the target. It doesn't matter how you mm. get there.
0: No, I no, agreed on that, agreed. And then the second day kicked off with Mr. Brad Faxon. Yeah, he was great. I thought he was really he was, I thought he was really open
1: with the info. for sure, yeah, and it was cool how he you know talked about how many lessons he had taken from so many, from cool. so many top teachers and I, I remember when he I remember McLean wrote about him in his X Factor book years ago. And I know he was he was searching for a long time and I don't know that anybody <laughs> anybody helped him a ton with his full swing.
0: Yeah. But it was uh, I mean there was there was loads in there. It was I thought there was a real insight with the stuff he's done in particular with Rory.
1: For sure. Yeah, and he was right on the money there, whether he knew what he was doing there, but he was basically changing his acceleration profile. Where he was telling yeah. him to take it back take it back faster or longer and faster and then try to leave it short. I mean, he basically was getting in more into that constant acceleration profile, which I think is good for most players.
0: Yeah, no, agreed with that. And then, you know, things about the soft knees and the head movement and everything else that he's found out. And I think his coaching mantra was that you, you don't teach golf, you teach people. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Agree yeah. That. There was I think there was a lot of confirmation of that from a lot of guys, you know, with what we're doing. It's, you know, we're not saving, lines, saving lives, but we're helping people,
1: you know, improve their lives, as it were. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I talk, you've heard me talk about that on my podcast all the time is, you know, the EQ is, is just as valuable as the IQ, if not more, I think, in a lot of respects. Because, you know, you've got to make your students comfortable and you got to show them that you care. Or the best information in the world is not going to get through because they're going to shut you out and they're not going to come back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then he went into um, Dr. Supaya. Um, he was he was on afterwards. And actually, I've come back and, A, I've followed him on uh, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. he's There's some, there's some really good videos that he, he's putting up on Instagram about, um, you know, how do you know if it's high glycemic or, or, or low glycemic and, you know, to general health stuff, which was good. But uh, <laughs> I've actually changed a bit of, a bit of the stuff that I'm eating to, to help me out a little bit, which was good that I took away from that. So I'm having a bit more pineapple and avocados and some green apples. There you <laughs> go.
1: Yeah, that, that, that was, that you was cool. Yeah. If we, if inflammation is, is the devil, right? <laughs> if we can yeah. get that out, we're all going to feel a little better about ourselves and our bodies will
0: feel better for sure. And I'm, I'm trying desperately as best I can to have a one minute cold shower after a workout. <laughs> and that's that's so hard. I haven't, I haven't
1: got that far yet. I still go to the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the, I'm going to the sauna as well. It's half the There you go. I need to start doing that.
0: <laughs> um, I didn't know Ted. Uh, I'm going to pronounce his surname wrong. F F, F, F Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. I actually didn't. Then- I didn't see his. I was uh okay. Again, I I ducked out for a few hallway conversations there throughout. I think I was talking to talking to David Orr at that point, um, on okay. some putting stuff. But um, yeah, I didn't get to see his presentation.
0: He was he was talking from a PJ perspective, PJ of America perspective about how you guys can you know retain, recruit, uh, reuse, reward, and recover uh, students. And he 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 gave some really good some some really good practical stuff. So when the videos come out because he was in the main hall, I'd definitely, I'd definitely give that a rewatch. Well, I'm going to rewatch it, but I definitely would give that a watch. Yeah, for sure. There was, there was some good stuff in there about the what, the how and the why. Mm -hmm. That was, um, yeah, he was, he was really interesting. So I I sent a message to him. Um, I found it really fascinating that, that some of the stuff you guys are doing out in the States. I've seen a bit of it over here in the UK, but, uh, we could definitely do with, uh, doing it a bit more and a bit better nice Mr. James Seekman
1: yes what uh, have you spent some time with James before? I have not, I've seen him speak um, okay and I gotta say I actually had, was still talking to Mr. Orr at that point too <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I'm not gonna lie but yeah, I've said, he, I mean, he's good he, obviously he's great at, at what he does for sure um, what did yeah. you think about his, his presentation or his information? It was good.
0: I mean, again, he spoke very much about the team that he, he gets around him to support him and the players. I mean, it was a, he put up a slide, and it, the team was huge. Right. The team was massive. You know, he, you know, obviously the players, the center cog, and he got all these people around them. But it was how big a part he played with putting other cogs in places. Really interesting. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's super organized, yeah. isn't he? Oh man!
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not that organized. No, definitely not that organized. <laughs> um, you know, and he was saying about people's cognitive bias, about how we like certain things to look in the short game and and in putting, and how we've got to try and stop doing that. Okay. <laughs> but he said that's obviously really hard to do. <laughs> But he said, then you go into what's in the best interest of the student rather than what's in the best, best interests of what I want to see. Sure. So that was, that was cool. That was cool. And then we went into the breakouts again, I think. Right. Yeah, I went. Wa- I wa- uh, he went on about, he did a bit of block practice, random practice and, and game playing as okay. well. Oh, no. And then we had Mr. Norris. Yes. Were you still? Were you still talking to? Yeah, yeah I'm all? trying to
1: think. Which one was? What did he talk about?
0: Stephen Norris is about emotional intelligence, self awareness.
1: Yeah, I did not. I didn't see. I didn't see that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, his five fact. His five factors are motivation, empathy, and social skills. I'm looking through my notes. He here. was. Right, yeah, I don't think I saw that one as well. Yeah, he always. He's always asking why, why, why. Um, and the brand, trusted sources. Uh, and it always comes down to people at the end of the day. There we go. Common theme. And were you going to, that was it. And then he put up the video Are you going to be a wolf among sheep? <laughs> okay. And that was, if you YouTube a wolf among sheep, it was a brilliant, like three or four minute video.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah, so that's on YouTube. A wolf among sheep. That was really I'll cool. Check that out. And then uh, then yeah, then it was breakouts with Mr. Blackburn, Mark.
1: Yeah, so I saw Mark and then I saw um, uh, Jeff Pierce do the putting stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd not seen Jeff present before. Do you know Jeff quite well? Uh,
1: reasonably well. Yeah, not 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 great. But yeah, it was I mean his stuff is great. It's very very similar to how I teach putting. Uh, which okay. is nice to see. You know, he's teaching at a high level, and some of the stuff that I'm doing. So it means I'm not completely out of out of whack with what I'm doing. Um, it's a lot of the stuff that I've learned from John Graham, just the yeah. process that we go through with the testing, and um, that was that was really good. But yeah, his stuff was his stuff was excellent. And if you, what do you what do you use te- um,
0: technology wise for your for for putting at your place? Uh, Sam Put Lab,
1: uh, primarily. And a little bit of Blast. I haven't used Blast as much yeah. as much uh, lately, but, uh, yeah, mostly Putt Lab for technology. And then do you take Blast out in the course if you want to see a bit? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, again, I just ha- – you know, it, it's, it depends on what you're working on. Um, but Yeah, it, I've done a lot less technical stuff the more I learn. It's, it's kind of interesting. The more, yeah. the more information you gather, the, the less technical I get. It's more about, you know, helping the student adapt to different situations, the environment, understanding their tendencies, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, very good. That's, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. Did you listen to Mike Shannon after that?
1: Or... I saw the last part of his. But again, I've seen my, um, uh, Mike's great. He's, I mean, I've, I've worked with Mike. Um, yeah, his uh you know, definitely a little bit more technical, I guess, a little more more yeah. rigid, um, but still use a lot of his his uh, spectrums uh, as, yeah. as far as like posture and whatnot that uh, has stuck with me. But yeah, Mike Mike's excellent. But I, I just caught the last yeah, bit of was. his presentation.
0: Yeah, it was really good. I'd not I'd not seen him present before. I'd only seen like real some small small snippets of it. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed that. Like you said, he was quite more way more rigid in setup and bits and pieces like that than
1: than before, yep. than, than what Jeff was, I suppose. Yeah, Jeff didn't talk much uh, about technique. It was more about how he uh, just assesses the students and, you know, the, the important parts of putting, that type of thing. So, it was, you know, and those breakouts were short. You know, I mean, that's the thing. is, so many of those guys yeah. had, you know, probably three-hour presentations and they're trying to put them into, you know, 40 to 45 minutes. It's pretty, pretty difficult.
0: Yeah it was difficult to choose which ones to go to. Right. I would have loved to have, I'd have loved to have gone and seen Martin Hall present, you know, I like Martin a lot. Oh, great. And you know he was talking about teaching with technology which you know we tend to do a lot of and there was a lot of comments on uh, Twitter and Instagram afterwards, you know, one of the things that I think he said was, you know, technology is good but it's not god. So, yeah. you know, don't rely on it too much, you know, don't rely on it 100%. So he was I think he was as he as he did when he came on my podcast he kind of gives me a kick up the backside every time i see him
1: yeah yeah actually i just had him on my my podcast last night
0: oh fantastic yeah so i just dropped, oh.
1: dropped this morning so you can check that out but he's yeah he's great he, he i've learned so much from him and uh he's just so brilliant in the way he you know he's so creative i mean i've just watched his, his whole career he's always building something and you know, yeah. Something, something that you know you wouldn't think about to try to get students to change and learn, and um, yeah, it's it's always you always learn something from him.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And then did you stay? Did you stay in for Brett McCabe or did you duck out? For-
1: yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, I always, I never miss Doctor McCabe. He's a he's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a good friend of mine. And I, I mean, anytime I get to steal ten minutes from him, uh, and then listen to him talk, like he's he's the best. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. Feel like you're ready to take on the world after you hear 30 minutes from that guy. I mean, so that was, that was amazing. Great way to close. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I listened to his MindSide podcast as well. And then mm-hmm. I picked up the, the, the bracelet as well, which I've got to plug into my computer and listen to
1: from there. Yeah. He's great. Did you see him at the show? I did. He was just, it was, he was busy every time that, that I, I stopped by, he'd be like, all right, come back in an hour. And he's, he was so covered up. I didn't get to spend the. I usually get to spend a few minutes with him and, and talk to him, but this time I didn't get to do it, which is a shame. But I uh, I, I usually call him at least once every couple of months just to bug him. <laughs> okay. Oh, <Yeah>, cool. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, he's the best. I, I just I just love Doc. And do you use do you use a lot of his
0: mind side stuff in your own teaching as well? Or,
1: um, I would say you know it, it, loosely. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just always great reminders of, you know, how how our self-talk and, you know, the things that we can share with our students and the way we get them to talk their to, to themselves is, is so crucial, you know, because we can obviously be really tough on, on ourselves when we play golf. But yeah, I mean, it's it's there's there's so much stuff that you've kind of picked up, you know, and everybody's kind of singing the same message, but it's like, how do you deliver that to the student in the right way, you know, to get them to perform because everybody's different. Yeah. And then did you go over to demo day? I did not. No, I was, uh, we had um, our Aimpoint Green Reading Summit that Uh, morning. So I I spent, you know, three hours over there with with Mark um, and then had the afternoon free and then went to open forum after that. Yeah, so you know Jamie Donaldson quite well, then? Uh yeah, fairly well. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool. You now I had Jamie on. Jamie and I go back a quite a little way. He's I mean, Jamie's done great with Aimpoint. He he's, has. It, 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 he's he's superb. So, and he was he was really good when I had him on the podcast as well. So, I went. I just went over to. Um, I went over and watched the Plain Truth Level One at Metro for a little while, and then went to the. Then I went to the demo day and had a little walk round to see what was new. And then, um, same as yourself, went to coaches' open. Sorry, open
1: forum. Mm-hmm. So, how many open forums have you been to? All of them? I've been to every one. Yeah, I was there from the beginning when we they were at some. I can't remember what country club and a little in the bar. The first one. <laughs> and yeah. It was, were you at that one? It was crazy.
0: No, this was the first one I went. Oh, to. Oh, really? This, okay. This
1: was- yeah, yeah. So I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it grow throughout the years. It's, those guys have done a fantastic job. I mean, it's, it's probably the best education, I think, every, every year at the show, in my opinion. How would you
0: have said this year's differed to previous years?
1: This year, they didn't have as many panel discussions. Like, they just had that one at the end. It was more presentation yeah. style, um, which, I don't know. I mean, every, it's hard to please everybody, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, but the, I know they're trying to mix it up. But last year, they had a lot of panels. Uh, which was kind of interesting. It was it was a bit more tame this year, I think, than in past years. There wasn't as there wasn't any <laughs> there wasn't any arguing or any any uh, big debates. Um, yeah,
0: I was expecting a, I was expecting a few more fireworks, and there, there 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 was none. No, there really
1: wasn't. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty uh, calm this
0: year. But I hadn't heard. You know, I I know James. I'd heard James. Uh, I've heard James a few times. Yeah. Ridyard, um, but I never heard
1: Adam before. Adam Schreiber. Uh, nobody has. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting. Uh, that was an interesting talk, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Does he not? Does he just never do
1: public speaking? Or I don't think he does a whole lot of it. Yeah. But that guy's. I mean, he's obviously very successful. So that was pretty interesting. They Como was trying to get get him to like share a few things, you know, and he's just like. Wasn't, wasn't quite getting around to it, but yeah, I, I that was cool. Though. the The video he showed of Anthony Kim was kind of neat, though. Yeah, I mean, what was that taken three days before? Right. Yeah, it was recent, so like nobody's ever seen. That. I hadn't seen that guy in years. No,
0: so there was. A, I saw a few screen records or whatever t- a- a- appeared. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: after that, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was. That was good. Did you? Who did you? Who else did you think was really good?
1: Um, trying to think. I mean, obviously James was great. I've, but I've, you know, spent a lot of time with James. If you hadn't seen James, it was, I'm sure it was great, really good. Yeah. Um, I thought James lights was excellent. Yeah. You know, with the dual force plates, uh, the smart to move uh, stuff, that I think is really, really good. Uh, everybody's kind of going to, you know, each individual foot and measuring the forces and the pressure. Uh, I thought he was excellent. He's always he's always good. because he, he's got more technology than anybody in the world. Yeah, and but he's he's great. He tests it out, and you know he knows he knows what's up. Um, trying to think, and he doesn't
0: mind sharing. It, Absolutely,
1: you know, it, yeah. He's he's not going to hide anything. He's just like, this is what I found. I'm not telling you that this is right or wrong. This is just what I'm seeing. You know, I was talking about Max. What do you say? Max vertical force was happening in most of the players at about P four and a half. I think that's what I yeah. kind of took out of that, which we sort of knew, but I mean, that's great to, a great reminder of, you know, when you're, I use body track, so I don't have the, you know, I don't have swing cat or smart to move, yeah. but, you know, it's a good, it's a good reminder of kind of where we're trying to get our players to go, at what time. Uh, I thought it was, thought it was good. I'm trying to think who else, um, who did you? Because Mark, who, who was that Mark, that? Mark presented and he
0: did. He, Mark presented slightly differently than what he had done in the breakout, which was cool. Cause he was, again, he was talking about where to, where to hit your shots onto the green, wasn't
1: he? He was talking was, about putting is what he, yeah. The myth, he was, his thing was about myths and putting. That's and it. He was just talking about the, yeah. The only thing that, I mean, I, I, I know he's, his stuff is 100% correct, but
0: he yeah. was talking
1: about, you know, making sure well i thought one myth he was just talking about you know eliminating three putts versus more one putts and how luke donald you know thought that his strokes gain was going was going up because he wasn't or he was three putting too much and he showed him that he actually was not one putting enough and that that yeah he wasn't being aggressive well yeah and that's the other thing i was just you know i was that, that could be a little bit dangerous for uh for especially the average golfers not get it obviously yeah. if you don't get it to the hole it doesn't go in but you know i'm doing a lot of stuff on like center dispersion with putting mm-hmm. that i think you got to be real careful when you start telling everybody okay make sure you get it there <laughs> yeah yeah because then next thing you know they got yeah. five six feet coming back because they don't have you know the feel and touch that a lot of the pros do so but That was it, was interesting. and then they got
0: to stay aggressive on the next one as well, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: so now you four putt. <laughs> so, but that was good. I thought I that thought was that was excellent. I took a lot of pictures of the slides, like I said, I gotta kind of dig back into that stuff and and look at it.
0: Yeah, I didn't see Mike Adams present.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, he's he good. It was more it was almost like you know, just talking about smart to move, basically. Okay, um. That's what I can tell. Yeah, I think he was talking. Yeah, he was talking about the vertical, vertical force plates, and you know, it was a bit more of a almost like an infomercial type of thing. You know, Mike. Okay. Mike's, Mike's great.
0: Yeah, no, I missed. That. I missed. I missed Mike's presentation. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I went to a Gears presentation uh, Wednesday afternoon of the show. I went and uh, spent some time with Michael Neff. Uh Leah Mucklow was there, and there was a, there was. There was a whole ton of people that, and everyone was sharing about the stuff that they can see on Gears with regards to the the pelvis and uh, and bits and pieces that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, I don't I don't recall seeing through any more seminars or presentations. But yeah, I, didn't, I took a load out of it. I didn't and...
1: get to see my uh, Mike. Uh, you got to eat every once in a while, right? Like we had. To, I mean, so I, I saw Mike Shy for like the first 10 or 15 minutes, and then we went, yeah. went to dinner, so I didn't catch his last last bit. But I think he was just talking about his uh, coaching with Bryson. Oh, you're dead right,
0: 100%. He was That was really interesting to the point that he was almost like – I felt as though he was almost like Bryson's defender. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was almost like Bryson comes up with this idea, and I just let him go with it. And everyone else tells me that what Bryson is doing is wrong, and I'm like, just wait, just wait, just wait. And in the end, it works.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he proves everybody wrong. What? (laughs) Oh man.
0: Uh, I mean, it was really interesting. He was really open. He was really honest. You know, just saying sometimes. You know, when he had to go and tell him to have a timeout.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I heard there was a few. There's a few curse words thrown around. him getting him getting cursed
0: out yeah i mean it was really interesting it was really interesting about you know literally how their relationship is and how again this was my take on it was that he had to almost deflect everyone else away from putting in their two two cents worth with him as you guys would say you know and he was like no this is his gig he's exploring let him carry on
1: yeah that's right that's right.
0: And he only fits. He only now fits uh, everybody into one length at his. Oh, really? Uh, his place. Oh, wow. Yeah. I
1: did not know that.
0: Everybody. Yeah, everyone has one length from. I think the range was three degrees flat to four up, and but Bryson's at somewhere between ten and thirteen up.
1: Ten and thirteen up.
0: Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> mm. It does vary, and I was like, crazy. "It varies from." Ten to thirteen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was interesting, and I I, uh, I don't think that was recorded, wasn't it? So that we'll be able to view that at some yeah, point. Yeah, they'll
1: they'll put a video out eventually. Yeah, that'd be a good it. one to watch again. <laughs> yeah, I think,
0: excellent. Did you catch anything else? I
1: think yeah, I saw uh, saw David Orr's. again. It was kind of a. It was more of him testing Capto yeah uh, sort of like a, like like sort of an infomercial it wasn't so much new stuff that he was doing but i think you know as far as products at the show i think they may they probably made the biggest strides from stuff that i looked at from last year cuz i thought it was i mean i thought the, the concept was getting there last year but there was a few things that i didn't like and then and that's where i was talking to david so much that week cuz he was showing me basically everything that he wanted them to do they're doing right so the updates have been incredible so i definitely think that was maybe from what i can tell the hit of the show yeah from, from what I, I talked to everybody and i didn't get to see a ton of stuff like I said, i was speaking and doing doing yeah. stuff and yeah, so i didn't get to you know you can't see everything but no, that's
0: been pretty cool going on stage wasn't it
1: yeah so you
0: did that with jim mcclain and who,
1: who? oh david ledbetter Oh, yeah, 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 that was, yeah, I did a, uh, we had a, it was a and a panel uh, at Proponent Groups Education Day uh, talking about uh, mentoring young professionals. So, yeah, that right. was a, yeah, that was a, that was a big honor for me to be up there with those two guys. and like, what am I doing here? Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, that was cool. Yeah, that was, that was fun. And they actually did let me talk a little bit, which was nice.
0: <laughs> and there was no there was no did you know what the subject matter was going to be before or
1: not no just I mean it was just about mentoring so we had no idea that it was, it was interesting because Andy the guy that runs proponent group now he he was asking like do you have any slides or anything I'm like no nah, I thought it was just going to be like a Q and a so I put together some slides but we never really we yeah. never got to them <laughs> but I was just, it was just kind of like notes of you know what, what do you do as a mentor and what you know I actually had my staff you know, I said, well, I don't, I'm not going to put down what I think, but like, tell me what you think I do or yeah. what, you know, a good mentor does. And they, they made some great notes for oh. me. So we never got no. to, never got to share those, but it was, yeah. but never got to
0: share them. No, nah,
1: but it was, you know, it was <laughs> him. Andy was just asking us questions. And then we got some, some questions from the, the crowd, uh, but it was, it was great. So what was
0: the highlight? If you could pick three highlights of the week for you, what would that have been?
1: Whew. Wow. Um, again, it's probably all off, you know, off the, off the the show floor stuff for me. I mean, I mean, that was definitely a highlight uh, being, being on that panel. Um, and then spending time, you know, with my, my suite mates, which we had a condo with, you know, Rob Holding, uh, John Dunnigan, Matt Cluck, EA Tisler, James Hong and Jeff Smith and Jeff Smith. Right. So we, uh, finally found like a couple of hours to do a podcast um check that out it came out last week but yeah so we got to do yeah yeah, that. yeah. so that was fun and just just the, the the late night talks of you know i got to spend time with sasha mckenzie and you know chris como and then Jan- john graham these guys that i don't get to spend a lot of time with um nice. you, you kind of pick their brains and, and learn a little bit from from all these guys and i got i went to um i went to the the Jacob's 3D uh, little seminar yep. they had Wednesday night, which I personally, I've got to see uh, Michael's software. Uh, and I actually uh-huh. filmed a couple of swings and, and ran them through the software, which was really cool. So I was glad to get to do that too.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. It sounds like you had a great week. I mean, that informal learning that you would have been able to, Furnished some ideas and some thoughts from those boys that that sounds like a fun house
1: it was it was a lot of fun yeah i spoke at body track like i'm a brand ambassador for body track so did uh, some body track talks um about how i use the mat for putting in short game uh which was cool so i used you know used a lot of james ridyard stuff that i've used and um i've learned and how we apply that to pressure and and uh tracing and stuff like that so that was that was always fun too so uh, yeah it was it was a busy week but that's that's when it's the best so you're always you're always on the go and then takes you a couple days to recover when you get home but it's well worth it (laughs) absolutely
0: and you're going again next
1: year oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) don't don't ever miss the show that's
0: brilliant (laughs) no i'll be going it's two years for me because of the teaching and coaching summit unless uh Unless something drastic happens and I'll go next year. But every two years, I can just about handle every two years because I don't get much.
1: Lately. Sure. Yeah. Same here.
0: Yeah. That no, was great fun. It was great to finally meet you as well. I know. I think we were queuing up or I was queuing up for a pair of Maui gyms at that point.
1: Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. we we need, We need, so we need to spend more time together.
0: That sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a good idea. Jason, thanks very much for kind of catching up and giving us your take on what happens at the. PGA show or teaching and coaching summit. And uh, yeah, like I said, let's catch up a little bit more uh, going forwards. And uh, I look forward to listening to many more of your podcasts. I really enjoy listening to them. I don't know how you got your inspiration for doing them, but mine was uh, listening to Mr. Gary V. So um, he basically said, everyone's a media company and you need to be doing a podcast. So talk about something you like. And, you know, I enjoy talking about how, how I teach golf. So, that was it. Yeah. And was that similar for you? Was... Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've I've been listening to Gary Vee probably since two thousand seven, two thousand eight when he started his wine oh, right. library TV show. Yeah. And yeah, I, I bought his first book, Crush It. And that, yeah. that is that opened up the blueprint for me to to have have some kind of idea to navigate how to navigate social media. So yeah, he's been a huge yeah. influence on me. So
0: Yeah, no, he's awesome. You know, chapter nine, care. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that, that's it. So and you obviously do, and it comes through on your podcast. And thanks very much for coming on coming on mine. And uh you you know, if you want to share it on
1: yours, please do. Absolutely. So, I appreciate it, Duncan.
0: No problem at all. You have a great afternoon and I look forward to seeing you soon, Jason. All right, man, be well. Thank you. Take care.